Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Right now, our deep dive group, Peter Tabbins and Brian Lilly with us. Got to ask you this uh, in rapid succession. There's a lot to discuss, but teachers and, you know, this uh, whole imbroglio again, it's all too frequent. So some people have lost uh, faith that this will ever stop. Doesn't matter the government. Bob Ray, you might remember, had trouble with the teachers. Then there was the Harris years and so on and so on. And then the McGinty win uh, regime. Time to call them an essential service, Peter Davins? Uh No, I don't think it's time to call them an essential service. But I do think it is time to stop going to war with them and trying to balance your budget on their backs and balance budgets on the back of students. Ford has a big problem. He's putting big cuts into education. He's got to divert people, and that's what he's doing. He's been trying to pick a fight with the teachers for a long time. They say they've actually put money money into education. Yeah, they say that, and what they've done is they've cut money for the schools, and they've put in an unrelated chunk of cash for the child care tax credit. This is not the same thing. You've got a big basket of apples, and he's throwing in some oranges and says, well, it's all the same. No, that's not the case. You're cutting out 10,000 teachers from the system over the next, what, five years? That's not increasing the money in education. What you're going to see is more crowded, crowded classrooms. You're already seeing students who can't get the courses they need for graduation. Uh, that's what's yeah. going on. But he, you've got a guy with big political problems. He's got to divert attention, and I think that's what's going on here. I, I, I'm going to agree and disagree with Peter. I don't agree with calling people essential services unless absolutely necessary, like police, fire, and so on. But... Um, the teachers fight with absolutely everybody, and I don't think it's Ford picking a fight with the teachers. Stephen Lecce has been incredibly measured in how he's dealt with this. The teachers fight with absolutely every government. NDP, liberal, PC, doesn't matter. If you're going to fight with Dalton McGinty, the education premier, you're going to fight with anybody. The liberals more than doubled education spending from the time they got in till the time they left office. Education spending and adjusted for inflation dollars went up by more than $15 billion. They more than doubled spending, and it still wasn't enough. They were still fighting them. Um, I, look, more money's not the issue. Enrollment has been going down for years. It, 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 it's just starting to go up, but it was going up more than double while enrollment was going down. This is about trying to control the costs because otherwise we're going to be making children pay for their education when they're 50. Right. It's unsustainable, that business model. By the way, when he's yeah. offered me- mediation to the unions, why would they not jump on that? I mean, it's a conciliatory move. Uh, let's get this mediated. What's wrong with that, Peter? Well, I, I, I'm going to go back to some of what Brian was saying first, and that's that I disagree with you that, that in fact, uh, this is a government that's been trying to bargain through the media. Always a bad sign, always a sign of disrespect when it comes to well, the teachers. Wait a minute. They, they you, say far less than the unions do, and they're actually constricted by law in what they can say compared to the and unions. And frankly, the unions have displayed in, everything on their website. What is yeah, that? they said that they, they would it. make their position open, but that's a very different thing from saying, I'm going in to deal with these people. I'm going to impose this. He brought in a salary cap at the same time. Sorry, Ford brought in a salary cap in law at the same time that he increased his cabinet by 30%. I think it's like only six members of his caucus now since the shuffle in the 
and June uh, are not getting what some extra mediation? allowance. What about mediation, though? If the teachers want to go to mediation, that's their decision. Why would they be resistant? I don't know. You'd me, have to ask them. Let me ask you something. You know, when they talk about this is all about the kids and, you know, size of classrooms, then take the wage thing off the table. Use that money, whatever would be saved in the 1% or the 2%. Put some of that towards education, like the quality of the education that you guys are always, you know, banging on that note. As yeah, the, the we, real we do talk point. about it a lot. It's true. Okay, no, no. So, uh, but it really isn't uh, about that. It's about the wages. It's about their money, isn't it? But it, when, when, and when and it's also fact, about union membership. Pardon, Brian? A lot of it is about the number of union jobs, which is why they're worried about online courses and increased class sizes. No, no, no. no. I, do you want... If you're actually looking at a reduction in the workforce over the next five years, that's really substantial. Through attrition. Through attrition. But it doesn't matter if you're going to have much larger classes and many fewer courses. Are they going to be much larger? My kids have classes with 15 in them. I think that's ridiculous. And and I don't know why there are 15, but there are other classes where you get 40. None. No, you no, do. No, none in in my school. In oh, my maybe kids not school, in your school. In and a I don't very know why not suburban ha- Ottawa high school, my kids are not taking any courses with forty kids. Yeah, well, and, and this is a place with a lot of portables and a growing area. If it was going to be anywhere, it would be there. Let me ask you, Brian, because you've written a piece about uh, economic migrants coming into Canada. This was part of the uh, whole thing that Justin Trudeau had signaled, you know, with the troubles in the Middle East. Syrians primarily, uh, those who were sponsored by the government versus those who were privately sponsored, uh, families, church groups, and so on and so forth. It's really uh, an interesting disparity into who has flourished and who has not. In brief, because we're tight on time, what have you found? And I say I write about these issues because my family are immigrants. My parents came here. Uh, Economic migrants are a net benefit to Canada. About $5,400 a year is what they put into the federal and provincial treasury after all the services they take back. So that's good. Uh, On the refugee side, what we found is that the government-sponsored refugees, 93% ended up on welfare. They had almost half the annual income a year after getting here than privately sponsored, and only 2% of privately sponsored refugees ended up on welfare. Privately sponsored means community groups come around them, churches, schools, whatever. Uh, But the Trudeau government, when they were doing the Syrian refugee rush, as I called it, said, we don't want privately sponsored. We want most of them to be government sponsored. That ended up being a bad policy decision for the people coming in and for the taxpayers footing the bill. It was a bad deal all around, I thought. Why would he then have insisted that, uh, you know... He thought it was the way to go. Or, I guess it was all just part of the big virtue signal, wasn't it, Peter Tabbins? I I think... That that the government is going to underwrite all of this? Well, in fact, it appears they didn't underwrite it particularly well. I think what Brian is saying is important. If you have volunteers, community groups that want to support refugees and bring them in and give Mm -hmm. them... A pretty broad range of support, and I have friends in Kingston, for instance, who are working with two different Syrian refugee families, and they have had a lot of success. Um, But as you point out in the article, what was happening with those private sponsors is people were getting a lot of person-to-person support, and that made a difference. Apparently, what Trudeau has done, based on what I read in your article, Brian, is that Trudeau was not giving people support particularly. He was letting them sink or swim, and too many of them were sinking. It says to me, you have to make the... Bureaucrats, at the end of the day, have to go home. Right? Right. And I don't blame them. Or or you have one bureaucrat for five families instead of actually putting in place the support you need. It makes sense to invest in people when they come here so they can be successful. What he did was he spurned 
the help that was being offered by people, which should not have been spurned, which should have been accepted, right. and then under-investing in people so that they didn't make the success they should have made. They, you you do things like this, you have to make the investment. Absolute boondoggle. Yep, misguided policy. And uh, Brian Lilly is the first and only, to this point anyway, to point that out. I appreciate that. Uh, let's leave it on that note. Peter Tabbins, MPP for Toronto Danforth, and, of course, the NDP's critic for energy and the climate crisis. And Brian Lilly, political columnist with the Toronto Sun. Gents, thank you both. Thank you. John, really good to see you. Brian, Likewise. a pleasure to work with you. Well, <laughs> thank you. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.